When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Kristen, and I think you should subscribe to our Connect Pal page, which is this awesome new page that we have that offers awesome extras like full-length podcasts you've never heard before, tip videos, advice from me, crazy cool things. It's $3.99, and all you have to do is go to connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast and hit subscribe and make our lives Awesome. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women Podcast, we talk about pre-qualifying. What does it mean? How do you do it? What questions do you ask so that you make sure you don't waste your time, energy, and money on stupid, useless women? Check it out. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts, of course, with Marnie Kinris, who is the owner of WingGirlMethod.com. And we have um, one of the hosts of Famously Single on E! and a dating coach and... Yeah, the show last night. <laughs> and matchmaker. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit, a little while. But why were you From, single? Well, I haven't said her name. Okay, I know. You say her, say her name. So Sorry, Laurel House, thank Hi. you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here because now I feel like I have purpose. Well, yes. Okay, so for the first 160 something episodes, Kristen was in a, a relationship and now she's single and finally has energy to bring to the show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, eight years. And I mean, people, our listeners already Jesus. have heard this, so I won't do the whole, I won't, yeah. I won't tell the story yeah. or anything. But, but now eight I'm, years. Now my dating. God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so perfect so. since I'm on Famously Single and you are now single famous no, I'm just famous you're right. famously <laughs> single yeah great yeah well um so I it was funny because last night I was hanging out with a cute guy another cute guy yeah what yeah oh my god she um, is letting it up hold on I want to put my headphones on can you talk okay, yes well I actually have nothing to say because I'm just in shock and I want to hear about what you have wait to say so was this out. was this a first date yeah okay I feel weird so wait did, at your house first date where cuz um, you said you were watching the show passively while making out so therefore you must have been at your house and it was a first date which generally those don't usually mix well right. actually what happened was um he which I can get into so he <laughs> let me know from the beginning work is really important to him okay and so it was a, a little bit of a red, red flag which <laughs> because it's like no I I do want the guy to have work to be important. That's right. You want the guy to have work be important, but it's where his priority is. Right. So he just said, Hey, just heads up. I want to hang out. I don't know my schedule this evening. He's an editor and he has to work on pieces that come in so they can be ready in the morning. An editor for Um, newspapers, magazines, uh, online sports publication. That's really popular. Okay. Wow. So where'd you meet him? Bumble. Okay. Huh? And so, um, anyway, he just said, I want to hang out, but I don't know what my schedule is going to be tonight. So if you don't want to, and you want to tell me to go F off, I totally get it. But he said, can we maybe try to do like nine 30? I know that's late. And, and then it was like maybe ten thirty, and we ended up meeting at midnight. What? It, which was, you've got for most women. I know me. I was thinking most women would be like, um, screw yourself for making me wait. But we've had, um, 
really good text banter for about five days or so. And Which like, is also never a good thing. No, I love text banter. Not I'm, good, I'm a though, before a first date. No, it She's was... He's not trying to find a boyfriend, I'm, though. Oh, okay, I'm then not. you yeah. can do whatever so you want. So just to, just okay. to paint that clear picture. <laughs> when guys say they don't so we'll want a out. pen pal, I want a pen pal because right. I'm alone. I'm bored <laughs> and I am really good in text. I'm better in text than I am in person. Okay. Like I'm super witty and amazing. Great. <laughs> so, um, so we did strike up this banter and we did in the banter say like, let's hang out, but we didn't set like an exact day. So or time or time or anything. So it was not like the best, I think like technique for guys who are listening because it, if it wasn't me who was pretty easygoing, I think a lot of girls would have been, would have split by then. Yeah. Because it was, even when it was planned, it wasn't planned. It was a fine technique for hooking up. Right. But we didn't really hook up. I mean, I mean we just, did. we kissed. <laughs> um, no, but, okay. but it, for, it's not a good technique for going on a traditional date no, where you go to all. a restaurant. But if it's not just a hangout. Then it's fine, yeah. as long as you both are aware of what your intentions are, yeah, and your intentions are not yeah. to he, be in a he, relationship. He knows so I'm fine. freshly out of a relationship, it's totally fine. And so he's he's chill, and um, and I know he he knows that um, I, I you know he just he we've we've kind of had a good establishment of what was going on, and so I really wasn't offended or anything. So anyway, we um met up in person and it is hard for people who are texting and have a really good rapport to then have that transfer into real life because yeah. all of a sudden you can freeze up and your persona behind the phone can become very different in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we instantly had the exact easy like back and forth Even that we had midnight, in text. Were you tired? I was tired. I said, did you take a nap in preparation? I, I fell asleep for probably about 10 minutes, but then I kind of woke myself back up because I was like, well, I don't want to act like I'm ignoring his texts if he is texting me. Um, so, uh, so I did feel a little bit for a little while. I felt a little moody beforehand because I had done my makeup. I had done my hair. I had, you know, and right, you're at, waiting at nine thirty, and then now I'm like, well, just for I was like, just a heads up. I looked better two hours ago, and I'm and I'm kind of tired. So you've been warned, right? But once we got together, it just was fun and natural. We hung out until like four in the morning, and he came oh, over, or you God. went. Oh yeah, so that's what I was going to get to. So the reason we went to my place was because we met so late. That everything that was closed. Everything was closed. So <laughs> where did he meet? Um, so he came to Santa Monica. He lives in East LA. Okay. Um, so he drove. He he under. He's like, no, I'm totally coming to you. Like I'm I'm the obviously I'm the jerk who's been you know bad. So I'll be schedule. another forty five minutes getting over. Here. Yeah. Um. So it cl- when it closed, um, I said, well, let's go to Swingers, which is like yeah, you know. And then I we got there, and that was closed really? or closing. It closed at okay. two because oh, we took. I a- all night. I did too. Yeah. Huh. I did too. I think it was. Maybe the Hollywood one is not the Santa Monica oh, one. I've been at the Santa Monica one at four to, o'clock in the morning. I feel like I have too. Yeah. Huh. Uh, maybe it was slow okay. because it was a Tuesday. Maybe okay. on the weekends they're busy. Because okay. I thought they were open all night too. Yeah. So we walked in and the guys like, "Sorry, we're closed." And we we're like, oh, "Okay." And so we had gone one location, and they were actually booting us to another location oh at that bar. So we had been to three, somewhat three type locations. Yeah. Right. And then at this point, I was like, "Well, my apartment's disgusting because I'm moving out and everything's a wreck." But I don't know where else to go. And like the oceans right here, maybe we could just go like hang out on the beach. But it was getting chilly and it yeah. was really late. And I just not, didn't want to do that. So um, so we went back to my apartment. Oh, very nice. And yeah. turned on E? Um, the TV was just on. Oh, okay. When I leave it on for my dog and my cat. Gotcha. And it, it airs at 11 or at um, at 10. So it, no, re- it, was, it re-airs. Oh, it just, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like middle of the night re-airing. Right. Um, that is and, funny. And it's funny because he's from Rhode Island and he DJs. <laughs> 
So he was Which excited he told about me to, DJ if I talked Polly to him. D. Well, no, I am. He, oh. You know, he's like <laughs> he could give give a shit about him. But um, when I uh, when I told him I was going to come to my show today, I, he was like, "Just don't refer to me as the DJ." And I'm like, "Believe me, that's humiliating for me. I don't want to because right. yeah. DJs can be douchey." So um, so anyway, I was like, "Oh, Polly D's on the show because I've been joking with him because he's from Rhode Island, Rhode Island." Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway. So Polly is a great guy. I by love the way. Polly. He's D. just such a good human being. I was blown away by what a high quality character he has. Yeah, I can tell. Even though he's got he's that nice facade guy. of yeah. Jersey, he does have some a vibe about him that's you can very tell likeable. He's like a loyal, good person. Yeah, and he do anything is for his friends and family. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, so I have a question for you. Sure. Um, it's so funny how you become the guest of the show. Now I know because you're single. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sorry. I want to hear about. I want to hear about you being single too, and we'll definitely talk about that. But just one final question. So, so what is it about this guy that made you think, oh, he's not going to kill me. I'm going to invite him back to my place and I know I'm going to make out with him. Like what about yeah. him made you okay and want to do that? Well, it's interesting because he is not normally my type. He's got a full sleeve tattoo and then he's really? got a couple, like he's building like more of a sleeve on this arm. Oh my well, gosh. Interesting how you've made fun of people on the show. I know. Yeah, but he's, he does it in a cool way, not in a cheesy right. way. Right, right, right. So uh, what's the difference between doing it in a cool versus Like he doesn't have way. like Barbed, barbed wire and okay. wear like a million bracelets okay. and earrings. Okay. Oh my gosh. Like he it's just like overkill. Yeah. No, he just has like really cool tats and then wears um like a polo. No, like kind of like <laughs> skateboarder type clothes. But okay. Nothing like. Okay. Um. So I, I think it was the fact that we did have such a good text rapport. I I know that's probably not advised. Um. But for me, that made me feel safe. Because he understood me. His on his profile said Larry David. And it was funny because there was another you, guy that I went out with Larry David. Like, no, that... it just comes up. I mean, there's only two guys that it's come up with. Right. And I've selected both of them. The first one stunk. I'm a huge Larry David fan. <laughs> me too. Yeah. So it's like it, it makes now a difference. A and especially because he everything is in Santa Monica that he does. And I, I'm from <laughs> Santa Monica also. I recognize everything. Yeah. <laughs> from the show. Yeah. On Curb. Yeah. Yep. So um, I think that it was just the exchange was very, very, very comfortable. It seemed like we knew each other really well. Um, And then in person, it was his... Because looking at him physically, you might think, oh, this guy with all these tattoos and stuff might be a little tough or something. But the minute he started speaking, you could tell like like a poly D type, just a very genuine person. And he has very honest eyes. Or something. So it just huh. made me feel safe. And I'm attra- and I was attracted to him. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you really pre-qualified him in your own way. The reason yeah. why I immediately said text is bad is because oftentimes you're not actually going deep over text. It's just you're talking about stupid bullshit banter that does not matter and you're not actually learning about someone. But if you are, then that's great. It's just harder to over text. Totally. Yeah. But getting to know someone to a point where they really know you, as you said is essential before a first date. And whether that's through long email exchanges where you're actually telling substantive stories or you're having a pre-date phone call, which I call a phone date prior to the date. Do you really recommend doing all that work before totally. going on a date? Yeah. Really? I mean, uh, Ask the average single person how often they go on a first date and they sit across the table and within 30 seconds it's like, nah, not a match. You can minimize or completely even eliminate your chances of having a bad first date if you pre-qualify enough. Because within that text exchange, within the emails, within that phone date, you know if they're a yes or a no. Well, even for me, I think I read things very... I'm very into vibes of points of view. Yeah. 
I like senses of sense of humor. And so I've pre-qualified people just from our two lines on Bumble. Like I'll send something funny to them. And then if they don't get it or then I just, even if they're super cute or look really great, I won't respond because it's like, I know instantly that they didn't get me. Right. That's right away. That's so the, it's the first instant. Stage. Or if their response is like, uh-huh. So do you want to go out tonight? Then it's like, right, then like delete. No. Right. Well, okay. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Yeah. So speaking to the guys who are listening to the show, there's women who listen to, but mainly men who yes. listen to the show. Talk to them about the importance of pre-qualifying and who would need to pre-qualify. Because I would say like if, if your intention is to go out, have fun, banter, have like an amazing flirtatious e- exchange through text or even in person, pre-qualifying may not be essential for that person. But so who is it for? You need to be People very buy clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You need to be very clear on what your dating purpose is before you start dating. So before okay. you even get on the app, be very clear. There are three dating purposes to have fun, self-exploration, and to be in a committed monogamous relationship. So if your purpose is to be in a committed monogamous relationship, you have to pre-qualify. Unless you're cool going and sitting and within the first 30 seconds knowing this is not time a, and energy. Yeah, time, money, thank you very much. You know, sorry you had a bad date. So right. if you're happy doing that multiple times a week, don't pre-qualify. Okay. If you think it takes too much time, fine. What really takes too much time? Getting ready, going out, yeah. sitting across from someone. So asking a few strategic questions like? and really talking about like, what is it that you're looking for? You know, I'm, I am dating, I'm on apps and I'm very clear with what my purpose is to be in a committed monogamous relationship. And because that is the energy that I put out there, guys are messaging me. And within two exchanges, they're asking me, what are you looking for? Like, are you looking to be in a relationship? I see that you have a kid. Do you want more kids? And this is within two exchanges on a dating app. So it's they are clear on their purpose and I'm clear on my purpose. And then we talk about it even through the app. You know, what happened in your last relationship? Why did you guys break up? Why did it not lead to marriage? What, you know, what happened with me? What's the deal with me being a single mom and a dating coach and all of these different things? And we go into that. There's nothing that's off limits, really, when it comes to pre-qualifying. It's about being totally authentic. That doesn't mean puking up who you are and all of your baggage. It means about it's you're being authentic and you're asking real focused questions because you're on your dating purpose. So what are some real focused questions that people can ask? Let's let's say their purpose was I, you know, I'm exploring right now. I want to see what options are available. But my long term goal is to find somebody to partner up with and be in a long term relationship. I think most long term goals eventually is to be in a relationship. So it's you need to be clear on what it is today. If you met the right woman today, would you want to be in a committed monogamous relationship with her? That doesn't mean after the first date you're committing. But are you ready? right Are you now. Open to that? Yeah. So if you're not, if right now it's self-exploration, then if find someone who has different interests for you um, because you might want to, you might really just like rap music and you see some chick who's really into classical or opera, explore that. So what kind of questions would you ask if, if that was your goal? Like it's, what would you do to, to suss out whether or not that person? Instead of asking questions that lead to one word answers, like what did you, you know, what beach? I see that you like to hike. Where do you hike? Right. And come on. Really? You don't want one word answers. You want something that's actually going to be expansive. So your questions can either expand or contract your 
your conversation. You want to expand it and you expand it by asking what inspired you. How does that make you feel? Um, so if you see a photo of them, what do um, you like about hi, Well, what do you like about? Yes, but it's more about the why. Okay. Why do you like that? That's so interesting. I want to know more. Why is it that you like that you wanted to hike Mount Kilimanjaro? Right. You know what? It's that inspiration, the drive. What excites you in the morning like what makes you want to get up you don't like your job okay well then what thrills you and why okay and what is it that that makes your that makes you tick yeah and why do you think that's appealing to younger women as well younger women are so used to the immediate gratification and not having the pre-qualifying conversations it's more about hey do you want to hook up yeah cool let's go let's go have fun um My friends are going fun, here. yeah on. it's the fun part and that's one of the dangers of apps also is it's so fun and casual and let's go hang out if you're looking for a relationship, you don't want to set it with the hangout right. um, energy because then that's what your relationship will be. It's casual. It's hanging out. And it's so unclear. Okay. You need to set the expectation at the very, very beginning of what your dating purpose is. And you need to make sure that the other person is on, the, on your purpose as well. So you need to ask them. Yeah. So, what, know, so then what is, what is a guy looking for in the responses? Like... I like I have a whole exercise about discovering your values and what it is that you're looking for, yes. which I think is basically in line with what you're saying. Yeah. So if a guy does have his pre-qualifying questions, right? What what is he looking for? Okay, so what you need to do is yes, you need to know your core values first. But even before that, you need to know what your needs are in a relationship, and that's different from what your wants are. So here's an example: I just adopted a dog, and I went, I got him. Two days ago, I keep wanting to call like her. Falling in love with you, Larry <laughs> like, David, and adopted a dog. <laughs> so his his name is Luna. I keep wanting to call him her because Luna is a female name, yeah, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. I wanted to name him Barbara. Um, <laughs> he's a boxer, and I just thought it would Barbara be, the boxer. Yeah, but I didn't. That's so amazing. It's Luna. Um, so I knew that I wanted. I have a one year old son, and I wanted to have a dog. And my dog, who was also a rescue, passed away a few months ago, uh-huh. and he, she was very protective of the house and made me feel very safe. So I wanted a dog that in some ways made me feel safe, um, that had a big bark that my son could like rough house with. Which is a euphemism for Nate. Big bark had a big bark. I don't know. It just... (laughs) That was really bad. I, I just, I wanted, I wanted to a be. a dog penis joke? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's really oh my God, bizarre. That's so gross. More just oh. a penis joke. Now I, Marnie's okay. biting into a cucumber. Because now I'm like imagining <laughs> so my dog that was humping his bed the other day and not wanting to see that penis. Mm. Um, the lipstick. Ew. Yeah, the lipstick. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so gross. Um, so I knew that I wanted a dog that would protect me, that my son could roughhouse with, that would, you know, all of these specific things. Just sounds like a good guy, like a good exactly. husband. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I go to this rescue thing and... And I see this dog that wasn't my expectation. I was expecting to adopt a lab. That was what I had in my mind because my old dog was a lab. And I see this boxer pointer Dalmatian mix. And I was like, he's 70 pounds. He's big. He was also really, really nice. I needed a dog who would not bite ever my child. So I was pulling his ears. I put my hand in his mouth, pulled his tongue. Like I annoyed the shit out of this dog. Who is this? And he he did not care. Pulls out his gun. Yeah. No, but I was like body checking him. He did not care. That's great. And I'm thinking, this is is my dog. Dog. Oh, no, then 
can I go? I can't believe they let you watch that. <laughs> <My parents. laughs> I know. Seriously, that. I was like, I swear I'm not but trying to hurt the dog. dog. I'm just testing the dog because yeah. I have a one-year-old. So then I walk inside and I see this fluffy little 12-pound poodle. I'm not a poodle person. This poodle loved me, like jumped in my lap, was so sweet, looked in my eyes, really connecting. Right. Like it was the sweetest little thing. And I thought... This is my dog. Yeah. I have to get this poodle. Oh, my oh, God. The poor boxer. So sweet. Mm-hmm. He just went and through all that so, abuse for nothing. But so then <laughs> I had to actually check myself. And the way I'm getting to is the needs yeah. versus wants. I had to check myself yeah. and be like, okay, Laurel, that's nice that this poodle is going to satisfy your emotional needs in this moment. And he's so cute and all of that. What do you actually need in a dog? Yeah. These two dogs have one is want and the other is need. Yeah. I'm going to get the boxer. Even though we didn't okay. connect, it worth it I'm going to get yeah. the boxer. <laughs> so I took the, I got the boxer and yeah, he's limping home. It he's like, you. I'm a boxer, but the, don't take yeah, the name yeah, so literally. Poor guy. <laughs> I know. Poor guy. No, he's so sweet. Um, but we hadn't connected and now we are cr- trying to create trust together and I'm walking with him and we're spending time together like a relationship. So, in other words, he's you, just waiting for that punch to come out. Yeah. <laughs> like, so connecting to her. It's almost like an arranged marriage or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. Like you'll learn to you like know. each other. But, it, but it, it, you learn but it's based to trust on each other. You're, it's yeah. based you on my needs. You needed something. Yes. And had I gotten the adorable little poodle that was so sweet, it would have full, it would have satisfied my wants in the moment. So, so that's the hookup. That's the, the poodle's thing. the slut. That exactly. What do you want versus what do you need? So be clear on your needs. What is it that you need in a relationship? Do you need someone who you can respect, admire, be inspired by, communicate with, trust, challenged by, um, have be intellectually stimulated by, yeah. um, someone who has consistency, someone who you would be proud to bring home to your parents, someone who you can really see as a partner, someone who you know. I mean, really think of those are needs. What are wants? Hot. Fun, um, spontaneous, um, good body, likes to hike. Yeah, these are all wants. Can we have both? Well, what's interesting is if you can get your needs satisfied. So I, my needs are satisfied by this by Barbara, my boxer, (laughs) (laughs) or Luna. Um, Just call her Barbara. I feel like you like Barbara. I really like Barbara. It's so early. You you can change the name. I know. I keep changing it every day. I'm changing his name. But do it until it feels right. (laughs) Poor guy. Do it. Um, So. He satisfies my needs. And I also realized this morning he satisfied my wants because he was snuggling up against me and he was looking, connecting with me and looking into my eyes. And suddenly I had exactly what I wanted and needed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But that's what you have to. And now he looks, he's cuter to me. Even though at first I was like, oh, he's kind of awkward looking, like with this little boxer face and this gigantic, he's fat also, this fat body. He just, he was a really weird looking mm-hmm. animal to me. But now he's so cute because he satisfies my needs. And so See, I'm falling like- for that. So that's a long story to say that, that can also no, that dating and dogs are very similar and be very, very clear with your needs. Yeah. But it's some, it seems like in the long run, of course, needs are important. But it, down the line, when those wants aren't there of like, ooh, I'm super attracted to him. And it seems like it can be a dangerous thing at, if it's the wrong scenario. Here's the thing is that if you get your needs satisfied, um, you will start to find the person sexy yeah. because of those needs. Um, whereas people always say, find a rich guy um, and you'll find a girl who doesn't want to fuck him anymore and find a hot chick and you'll find a guy who doesn't want to fuck her anymore. So pretty soon the hot chick is not going to be hot to you anymore. Um, 
But if you find someone who you really respect and admire and feel safe with, safe, sexy, yeah, and seen, yeah. those are three Well, that was like the first thing needs. I said today. Like, I felt safe with right. the guy. Like, you exactly. made me feel safe. Yeah. And that is sexy. Yeah. How, how many of those needs do you think that you should have? Or uh, is it endless? It's, it's really endless as long as it's a need. And you know it's a need if you look at, can this relationship survive without this? If you don't feel safe with someone, will the relationship survive? No, it won't. Okay. And safe means physically, emotionally, and financially safe. So can you drop your guard? Can you be yourself? Seen. Do you have to be like on all the time and perfect? Or can you just be you and seen for you and loved for you? This Sexy. is interesting the- because uh, the last show um, we did, I was talking about this guy that I had gone on a couple dates with and I found him incredibly physically attractive. Yeah. But I didn't feel safe it wasn't a match right because it wasn't a match and because I felt like I had to be someone else I felt like I wasn't exactly. pretty enough like my hair wasn't like smooth enough like I and again I you're not a hottie 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 yeah it would never feel so then play that out so this is what I do with my clients whenever they're like okay I like these things okay play it out let's make it big a year down the line and you still don't feel good enough looking and you still feel like kind of fat and you still feel you're not enough so then what then, then you become insecure, and then because and you're, you're insecure, older, and you're getting right. older, so you're, you're even less attractive too. and right. fatter. So it's coming so, true. So then you're insecure, and because you're insecure, you become needy, and because you become needy, they become annoyed, yep. and because you're they're annoyed, now they're cheating on you. Yes. So yeah. now they have now so you have reason to be. So that is you know you have to play it out. You have to blow it up. Right now, I just feel a little bit insecure. Blow it up. Right. But what if What's that's, that what if, that's like? who you, what, if that's where you are? If, it's, it's if not that's about where that you other are, person, it's where you are as a person. It, well, that's we where you need to out. do the work. You right. know, you need to figure out your core values. You need to figure out and then have strength in your core values and allow yourself to be confidently vulnerable within them. That's like you know, with AA, you have to yeah. admit there's a problem. So, someone who has a core value of, um, let's see, compassion, but they have a hard time with vulnerability. Well, vulnerability is the seed of compassion. So you need to really address that and say, look, compassion is one of my core values and it's also something I'm working on and and be able to therefore be confidently vulnerable about what it is. I love that. So and there's so many components and, you know... Sounds like a lot of work. Dating is fucking hard. <laughs> it know. really is. But as long as you are very clear like me... But it checking. helps you be happy yes. if you do that work. You have to check yours, just like me going to the dog shelter. Yeah. I had I had to be checked. Laurel. But how come you didn't go Laurel, to another dog Laurel. shelter? Because I had already researched the shelter yeah. and I went online first. I did my pre-qualifying. So this I went was online. like Bumble versus going to Tinder. Right. Totally. Yeah. I like contacted I only want the good one. I wanted the best. I contacted the owner. I said, which ones of these do you think are appropriate for me? Considering my circumstances this is what I'm looking for. These yeah. are my needs. And then I went and I. So how do these needs turn into questions? So how do you pre-qualify someone to know if they have compassion, to know if they're trustworthy? Okay. So this is where storytelling comes in, right? Okay. Storytelling is the best way to connect. So you have to be the example of your expectation. I call it, I'll show you mine. Now you show me yours. Okay. So you need to tell that. a story first because if you're just like so what do you like to do on the weekends then she's gonna be like oh i like to go hiking it's funny if she if she started out with um i learned this thing it's called i'll show you mine and you show me yours <laughs> and and like, like all right let's yeah. do yes it. you want to come over right now be over at midnight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You told me to show me yours oh or mine. Um, so you need to have your core, what I, I call them core value stories. So they're stories that show and tell your core values. So I might, instead of just saying, so what do you like to do on the weekend? I'll say, you know, I, I hope you're having an amazing weekend. I am. I just went on this great hike. I, re- I rescued this dog. And I would tell this little story about my dog rescue situation and how we're getting to know each other through the hiking and we're learning to trust each other. So I could have just said, oh, I, I went hiking with my dog this weekend. Right. And that would say nothing about who I am. But instead, I told you a story about how I adopted this dog. And now we're learning to trust each other. So now you're saying that trust is important for me, that looking outside of myself, adopting, you know, a dog that is in need, that shows something about who I am. All of these things in my story, I'm active. I went hiking. That's important to me. And it's not just for my body. It's also for my mind. Mm-hmm. So there might be a component of stress in my life. I don't like so it hiking. It's you're just learning. walking at an angle. I don't really. <laughs> Christian would be over it as soon as you said <laughs> But I'm hiking. kidding. I do that. It's a stupid joke I do. And, and then so, but even if that, then I would be like, so interesting. So tell me why. Like, why do you feel that way? And how do you work out right so I wouldn't just take <laughs> well, that I don't know if I'd call you're like out. oh I, I play basketball okay right. I, great what is it about basketball that you know that that, that I like that you like that I'm not why? hiking and what if no, what kidding. if on the I'm other kidding. side I actually don't mind like okay so so Kristen you can yeah. see is really witty yeah even though she pretends she's not deep she actually is very deep and right. has like can have wonderful conversations yes but deep. over email or over text, especially on a dating site. She's like, I'm not giving away this info. So it's very, very clear to me that you are, your dating purpose is not to be in a relationship based on your answers. Yeah. Well, I definitely make light of things. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And someone whose dating purpose is to be in a committed monogamous relationship, they're going to go in. Yeah. So if you start asking some chick or guy, you know, these kinds of things and they're like, yeah, uh I don't really like it. Okay. Great. Good to know. Thank you. Your dating purpose is to, is for fun. And that's great if my dating purpose is also. But that's how you pre-qualify also. It starts from, are you willing to go there? Are you willing to put the time and energy into answering my question or not? Because if you're not willing to put the time and energy into answering the question or filling out your profile even, some people just don't even fill yeah. out their profile, yeah. that is reflective of how you're going to be with me. You're not going to put the time and energy into me and this. Well, people who haven't filled out their profiles, I don't I don't want a paragraph, but at least like a, a little something. something, like a blurb, but guys that I'll see on there that I think would I would swipe right on, if they don't have anything written in their profile, I do swipe left. Yeah. Because it tells me, they're not willing to put in any effort. They're not that interested in it. If I write to them, they probably won't write back right. yeah. because it's like they, they they could. So it definitely shows a lack of, and I'm not looking for commitment, but a lack of commitment to even have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a client who is um, beautiful and successful and she was. I didn't know I was your client. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just and she's her. historically been really good at being on. Like what we've been working on is allowing her to pull that wall down and actually be herself, which is really scary. Is for it Brandy? Her. Um, it's not. Okay. No. <laughs> just because I but, saw her on the But show it's similar. Time. I mean, it's a similar mentality. Yeah. She is of a elevated status in that way. And it's scary to be vulnerable. Right. So when she, and she is on a dating app. 
And when she reaches out to guys, she often says, um, apps don't reveal very much about who you are. So what if we make a little light out of something while we're looking for something serious with two truths and a lie? I'll go first. And she says two very short truths and a lie. And it doesn't, and, and that reveals something about her. So if it were me, it would be, I was a competitive ice skater from the age of five to 15. When I was 24, Homeland Security thought that I was a drug dealer. And I love surfing. So those would be my three things. surfing is the lie? Surfing is the lie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then you're, because I'll show you mine, now you show me yours, then I'll at the end say, what about you? Then he's going to say the same thing. If he's like, oh my God, I don't have time for this. Great. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Okay. Then you're not for me. Yeah. You're not willing to put the time and energy into this. Clearly, you're not looking for something real. You're not interested in what I have to say. Or if they say, wow, that's so interesting. I think that it's you. Someone thought that you were a drug mule is the lie. You're from California. You must love surfing. And you're an ice skater. So then they're going to share theirs. And then I'm going to expand on, oh, that's interesting that you thought that the drug mule was the lie. It's actually true. I was a travel writer and this happened. And when I was in Palau, they thought that I was. So then now I was you'll be in a prison overseas oh for my God, 10 I, months. I was sure I was going to die. Yeah, I actually that's was really scared. I, in my mind, I was like, okay, I know this show. Yeah. I watch yeah, um, Locked Up Abroad. Like yeah. I'm going yeah. to die in Palau and I just need to come to terms with my death wow. right now. Yeah. And thankfully they let me go after two, Jeez. three hours of a full body search. It was f- fucking scariest yeah. thing in my life. Oh, I bet. Um, and so, the most fun because it's the body. Oh my god, <laughs> so not at all. Oh, I know. oh my god, if, if they were sexier, <laughs> no, maybe, it, but yeah. really no, not. This is interesting what you're saying because I, I think that a lot of guys that I work with, and I'm sure people that you work with, yeah. some guys that come onto our show and ask questions of our show, um, a lot of times they get really discouraged with online because yeah. they put a lot of energy into people that they think are attractive and hot and should be the ones for them, but they're not really paying attention to those signs on right. the back end. And I'm sure you advise this to people too. Um, Everything that you're saying is about putting the individual into the driver's seat. Yes. And I think a lot of people, when they date, they let other people have the majority of the power, which is not the way that it should work. Because you're, you're attempting to get into a partnership, whether it's a partnership right. to, like, have sex for a night or a long-term relationship. You still got to mesh with each other. And beyond just taking control of the situation, you need to take control of the dating platform. Yeah. So just because a dating app is about casual, fun, let's go hook up. You have to, if you take control of the platform and ask real substantive questions, now you're transforming the platform into something that can actually create. That'd be a great vessel for you. Absolutely. What apps and dating sites do you recommend using? Depends on the person. Depends on the age and location. So I have clients who are on Fitness Singles, um, which is a a website, and they have met amazing guys. Um, I have, in terms of, Online, I like math it to be on it because like I'd want to go on like you know what like Jewish the Jewish one, but I'm not Jewish. I'm not Jewish, and I've been on those totally. You can go on J Day. Oh my god, Jewish guys love it. Oh my god, go go. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, a shiksa. Totally. I mean, just call yourself the shiksa. I'm like a fitness shiksa. There's eighty of them on there, but but yes, no, absolutely. I was on shiksa seventy four. Yeah, or like one hundred and fifty nine. Right, exactly. Um, I have clients who aren't so fit on fitness singles, but they're in aspiration, but they're into exercise, so they 
just started doing triathlons and they find a partner to See, do if that. If I saw with. them on there, I'd be like, this app is bullshit. But I like just as general, I match OkCupid. But what's interesting is they change. So sometimes OkCupid is really great and then the next month it's really not that great. So it's sort of everything, there's an ebb and flow. Yeah. Um, the same thing with apps. I really like right now the league, which is, um, it's only in specific cities. They pre-qualify the people before they accept them. It's in, you have to apply to be on the league. Shark Tank by chance? I think so. I, I, those women? I mean, th- there were, gr- there was one girl and she was talking about pre-qualifying people, but I'm sure a lot of that one's called that. something different. But she's I do know Shark what Tank. you're talking about, but that's another yeah. one like Bumble where the women are in control. It's not called the league. Okay. The league is interesting. It just came to LA. It started, I think it started in New York. I don't know what other cities it's in, but most people are on from Ivy Leagues. I'm not, but oh, I'm that's on why it's it. called the league. Yeah. 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 See, I'd sneak onto the fitness one and the league. Yeah. And the I went to UC Santa Barbara. <laughs> like, I am, I did not go to yeah. an Ivy League, but, but that's, that's where okay. you go. That's I okay. knew girls in college who would like go study in the like uh, lawyers. Heart. Yeah. Right. And the medical but, libraries. And that is and they were such a great strategy yeah. because it's, it's, what is it? What's your dating purpose? I want to marry an attorney. Great. Go where the attorneys are. Right. It's like people who say, you know, I'm I'm working with actors right now and famously single. Why do actors always hook up? Because that's what they're surrounded right, by. That's the world. Like that's, I mm-hmm. mean, a lot of dating coaches date each other because that's who they're surrounded by. Right. So if you want to be, if you want to date another type, go where they are. Yeah. Go and hang out. If you want to date a doctor, then go and hang out at the restaurants and bars around the hospital. I want to marry a surgeon. Or absolutely. Yeah, that's a different strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tried to, I just went on like iTunes and just typed in like dating app just to download like a new one. Yeah. I downloaded Clover. It was awful. It was the first one iTunes was listed on iTunes. It was free. And the way it was set up was interesting because you could see who liked you before they before you had to like them. So you could see a list of all the people that, that have liked you. Oh my gosh. And then, what about the ones who don't like you? Um, you don't see who hasn't liked you. Um, <laughs> but you do have, like, they have free range to message you. So you huh. just, like, so I instantly got, like, you horny. And I was like, not, nice. not anymore. That was my response. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, excuse me, and the, the selection of guys was terrible i, mean, I deleted that's, it after that's a day. the thing is some sometimes some of them have really bad selections um and there's constantly well, because new they let everybody apps. in yeah exactly and up. and you also don't get discouraged from that so right. some people i have it is discouraging though i can see how definitely because it's like swipe after swipe after swipe I, like i'm 150 people in and my swipes and i've gotten no you know no, no one of quality no one to swipe right yeah right. and with online dating you might i have clients who are bombarded by you know ugly shitty not high quality people and they're like this is awful i'm online never gonna sucks. online date again so you just delete all those people like don't you go to a different app. by them or go to a different one yeah. or instead of just sitting waiting for people to contact you why don't you reach out to them yeah. like sitting and just waiting for people to contact I don't care if you're a man or a woman you're not just sitting in your house like I'm gonna wait until someone contacts me and that's the person who I'm gonna date no you're not right I always make this joke I'm like listen if you're dream person is like the FedEx delivery person stay where you are sit still right. hope to get yes. a package or the pizza delivery person exactly or then you're whatever doing it right if not yes hell out of your house yes and if you go to a bar are you just sitting there eyes closed like looking down waiting for someone to approach you no you're not you're open you are you're open. to people you're looking even if you're just smiling and mm-hmm. making on cat eye contact that is saying hello yeah. on an app you have to do that initial outreach don't just sit and wait 
Well, now, that, are, now that I've been flipping through these apps, it's almost like when I go to the gym, it just looks like a big Tinder in the gym. And <laughs> yes. I just want to swipe left on like so many. Well, I you mean, there's a couple I can swipe right. walking through, like swiping But that's what fingers. it feels like Oh my gosh, the worst though people. is when you go out and you're like, I know that person. I know for sure I know that person. I'm sure you're you like, that happened. What I thought. Th- like, that person was totally on the, the gym. App. I, I thought this yesterday at the gym. I think I swiped left on that guy. Oh, my God. But then were you like, oh, I made a mistake? I thought he was kind of cute. Okay, so That's interesting. That's funny. Yeah. That is interesting. I mean, Where- I could have just been imagining it, but he did look kind of familiar. Oh. Before we go to break, yes. I do want to ask you. Actually, you know what? We'll go to break, but when we come back, I yeah. want to find out places to meet people in real life that okay. are not dating apps. Yes, okay, good. Awesome. We'll be back after this. How to smoke a cigar. Smoking a cigar is just one of life's great pleasures. And like many things, proper handling is paramount to a good time. First, a good cut is everything. Make sure you have a cigar cutter on hand. Please, gentlemen, no biting. Place the cigar cutter approximately 3 to 4 millimeters from the line, and in one swift motion, sever the cap from the cigar. You may see some cigar smokers lick their cigar, but don't ever do this, unless you look like her, in which case, always do this. A cigar must be lit with patience, you don't want to spoil the experience. Always use cedar matches or a butane lighter, and steer clear of matches with sulfur. Hold your cigar at a 90 degree angle above the flame. Twist the cigar until the end is evenly charred. Now place the tip of the cigar between your lips, with the flame still underneath, while occasionally blowing on it to ensure an even burn. A few tips to remember. Never inhale. Remove the band from the cigar once it becomes loose from the heat. Allow the ashes to gently fall off the cigar. And always remember, Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Thanks for listening to Playboy Radio. You want to hear more? Catch us on TuneIn.com slash Playboy. We promise you won't be disappointed. Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. When it comes to fitness, Andrea Lowell knows it all. I am now a certified raw food nutritionist. I'm going to talk to you about the rectus abdominis, which are the six-pack muscles. Hear about all the latest fitness and nutrition trends as she gives you the best ways to stay in shape. My favorite superfoods, chlorella. It's the cordyceps mushroom. It's Sexy Beast, Mondays on Playboy Radio. Playboyradio.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, guys. Uh, so we are back, and you were going to ask a question or something? Yeah, I was asking. So what are places that are not online apps to meet other people? Okay, anywhere. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. Anywhere. Open your eyes mm-hmm. and pretend you're on a reality TV show. Okay. So the second that you get out of your car or off the subway or wherever it is that you are, smile. Make eye contact with every single person you pass by and stare for one second too long. 
So it's like you really see them for a second. And then they see you see and them. Then, exactly. And then exactly. Like, Why is this and smile. Don't me? stare at them like a glare. <laughs> you know, do a stare and smile and then turn around and continue walking. I have met guys who I've dated at Whole Foods um, in the American Lounge at LAX on an airplane. All everywhere. All over the place. And it's because I was present i was on i made the decision to how did how did they engage in conversation with you um okay so the one at the admiral's club it was 10 o'clock in the morning i was traveling every day for 30 days on this thing i was doing a tv tour so every day i'm in a different city so i'm there going to another city i'm tired this guy sits down next to me and he's like hi can i get you a drink and i was like are you no. a waiter? I like the free here. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he looks away and he's like, I'm Josh. And I was like, hi. You okay. know me, Josh. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> so I looked away and he's like, can I, you know, can I, food? I'm like, wow. no, like Jesus. Wow. I'm trying to ignore you. Yeah. So he walked away and he got himself a drink and he's like, I got you water. And I was <gasps> like, thanks. See that. So that, that can piss off. A it, girl. Pers- it pissed me off at first. And then I decided to just like, fuck what? Up like, a little okay. Bit. Yeah. So we chatted for a few minutes and he seemed like he was a really high quality person. I just was being a bitch and I needed to just stop being a bitch for a second. Yeah. yeah. So I said, oh my, you know, they're calling my flight. I've got to go. I get on the plane and the flight attendant comes up to me and he's like, are you Laurel House? And I was like, yes. Like what? <laughs> what the f do you and want? And he said, I "Do not sleep. kill the messenger. I have a note for you that this guy gave me." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" So Josh knew the flight that I was on. <laughs> the note just said, "Hey, it's Josh." It said, <laughs> "I was really intrigued by you. I'd love to continue the conversation. Here's wow. my number." And I called him. Okay. And we started dating. Wow. Um, really? At Whole Foods, this guy came up to me. I was in the salad bar and this guy came up to me and he said, you look like you really have the salad thing down. I make really bad salads. Do you have a strategy? And I was I like, that's cute. Okay. So it starts with a foundation of lettuce because you want <laughs> I would take that really serious. That's too. what I did. Yes. Like, so this is what I do. Okay, this is what. <laughs> so you have a foundation of lettuce and then you want something that's a little bit exciting in your mouth, something crunchy. So I'll right. do like some raw vegetables, some carrots, something like that. Celery. And then you want to have something that's more relaxing and that is different from relax. I've never heard of a relaxing vegetable. A beet? Yeah. No. So you want to have something. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely a beet. Or because we're at Whole Foods and they have amazing things. What's a relaxing vegetable? I I didn't say a relaxing vegetable, just something relaxing. Barbecue chicken. Okay. So I got got some pulled barbecue chicken. I've never looked at food as relaxing. I've looked at like eating like a giant thing of McDonald's. But this is how you have to... Like to sedate me. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> but and you then have she to do that. Yeah. So then you want something that's a little bit soft in your mouth and so I, you get like a tomato. So this could get kind of sec- sensual. To- I explained a man. Yeah. I want... You have to have a foundation. You need to have some excitement. You need to have some comfort. You need to have... And he's and, like, whoa, this and, is too scary. No, he's like, like that's go. really <laughs> I just want a salad. I just want a salad, lady. <laughs> These are carrots of love. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> and we started chatting and he said that you really do have a strategy down like what what is it that you do and I said I'm a writer because at the time I was just putting out another book and he said oh funny I'm I'm trying to write a book too and I was like oh Oh, here we go yeah okay what are you trying to write a book tell me about this and um turned out he was a um therapist like a really well-known relationship therapist and he legitimately was trying to write his like big book and my mom happened my mom is a publicist and she happened to represent him 
it just became really strange. Weird. That's funny. Yeah, wow. we we went on a few dates. Okay, all right. So you're open to it anywhere. Anytime. You have to you be have open. To be. You have to make the. I it's think about turning on a light. So so I could have gone to Whole Foods and if my light was off. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have even seen me because I wouldn't I mean, have you're made pretty eye cutie, contact. So but maybe, but if I'm looking down and like scowling, yes, that would have put off a lot of guys. Definitely, mm-hmm. but my light was. It didn't on. put off the airport guy. I know he's I like, know. I'm going to fight he for this. Just... I don't know my values or my needs. I'm, I'm about to possibly die one. in an airplane. I'm yeah, well just do it. yeah exactly, chance. exactly. Yeah, I don't Especially know what American. I have to ask him what that was about and why. But that's he was interesting because so I get the question a lot about being persistent. Like, when is it persistent and when is it creepy? Like, how come that wasn't creepy? Um, because he'd had an air about him. Like mm-hmm. it just, there was an energy that felt he had kind eyes. You did mention that he I was mean, a quality person. He, yeah. I mean, he was in the lounge. And we're also, exactly. It's also okay. look at where you are. We, we weren't right. walking down an alley next to a dumpster. Yeah. We were in. Although that could be pretty hot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Huh. I'm kidding. Absolutely. I don't know. I like what you're turned on to now. Like, I know. 12, or 12 midnight, o'clock. Walk oh, God. Oh, my God. Absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah. But no, we were, I knew that the place, the, the environment. Of course. Yeah. Lent itself to him being a, you know, maybe not a high quality, but at least he had money. Yeah. Or something. Or a good job that sends him on travel. It might travel trips. a lot. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, okay. that was that was the pre-qualifying is our environment. Definitely. Yeah. Interesting. I have a couple of questions from yeah. our listeners. If anybody who's listening wants to write in questions, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. I stumbled across your podcast a few weeks ago, uh, and they are highly informative and genuine. I have an odd question, however, and it has to do with an ex. I have casually seen other women since being broken up. However, there is still something about my ex. The breakup was amicable, and we are about to go for coffee for the first time in two months. How can you build comfort and attraction in this sort of scenario? She's not the sort to mince words and has said in the future she might be keen, but right now she's not as far ahead as I am. Suggestions. Keep doing what you're doing. You quite literally are helping thousands and thousands of people. Hmm. We have more listeners. We're helping like, millions. Thousands and thousands. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of thousands. Millions. Um, so millions. getting back with an ex is a strategy. Mm-hmm. And you can't just make the decision to see someone and move forward from where you ended it. You have to move backwards before you move forward. So this might just be a casual coffee and seeing where you guys are. You have to be very, very clear on who you are the work that you've done, what you have learned, how you're a better person Mm -hmm. now, and what you deserve. Um, Because maybe she's actually not right for you anymore. Maybe maybe the reality is that in this two months apart, take off the, the jacket of, I'm still in love with her because of this fantasy bullshit. And look at the reality of who she is as a person and can she actually be a good partner for you? Why why you broke up? Why did you break up? What was the what was the cause of it and what what damage has the breakup done? Because it's not only Yeah, it's the like buying breakup. a car that got in an accident right. and then tr- fixing fixing it up and painting it over it. That's that's why you have to move backwards before you move forwards. Yes, they, there may have been cheating. There may have been whatever happened. But the real damage came from the break itself. So you need to look at all of that. And you need to take responsibility. Like, you can't just go in thinking... This is, we broke up because of this. What was my contribution to the breakup? Like, reality check yourself. Mm -hmm. Whatever happened, you need to be very, very aware of how you contributed to it. 
regardless okay. of if she messed up or you messed up. So, so let's go over it. the flow of, it, of meeting each other for coffee. So okay. like what I'm picturing is the two of them get there. They have some light banter. They have a few exchanges. Before, Reba. But before that happens, be very, very clear on, okay, we broke up because of this. What was my contribution to the breakup? Yep. Okay, I know my contribution. What is it that I'm actually looking for in a relationship? Can she satisfy these needs that I'm looking for? Hmm, I don't know. These are the things that she can't satisfy. So I need to see if she has grown in the last two months. So be on purpose. Mm-hmm. Have questions that you're ready to ask. Mm-hmm. This is not just to take me back this is a do i want to take you back yeah do i do you even have potential like are you worthy of sitting across from me right now i need to ask you questions to see if this even makes sense so go on go there on purpose then you sit you have banter you get a coffee you buy the coffee so you guys meet up what do you want you go and stand in line you pay for the coffee you go and sit down with her you start you know what have you been up to how are you how what have you been doing since we've broken up? Like, have you, have you thought about what happened and how have you changed because of that? This is how I've changed because of it. This is the work that I've put into it. Mm-hmm. You, you have to do the work in order for you to move forward. Yep. And I, I think nobody, nobody wants to get back with the same person. So you have to show that there is something that has been worked on, altered, or at least being worked on to help yes. improve your situation. That relationship is over. Mm-hmm. That relationship will never happen again. That that relationship. Hopefully. No, no. That relationship yeah. is done. You broke up with that relationship. Now you're starting a new relationship. Is your new relationship going to repeat what the last relationship was? Or are you going to be able to take the situation, learn from it, and apply new rules and new habits to yeah. this new seems, relationship. It seems like to me the only way to make an old relationship work again is to both of you guys get a lobotomy. <laughs> just forget. Just be a new person. Have, yeah, literally be a new person. Because it just seems like it seems possible for the right people. It depends but why you broke it up. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many feelings that hap- that. It takes there, work. That, how do you work. get rid of those? It takes work. I'm, you know what? I'm all about recycling. I, I, I am. As long as, as long as it's plastic bottles and not my relationship. <laughs> as long as, <laughs> no, you're least, as long as that plastic bottle is becoming something new, exactly, and usable, yeah. and as something that's durable. And things have had had to have changed. So I don't know that two months is enough time. It depends on why they broke up. Have, I agree with you. Yeah, for things to have actually changed. So when you should get back with an ex, when you should consider getting back with an ex is when you realize that we were in two different places back then and now we have moved to new places in our lives. We have done the work. Um, and I went on Tinder and I saw my options. So. And suddenly, <laughs> I, so you don't and suddenly I appreciate you more yeah. for what it is that you have to offer. Um, that I Maybe I wasn't ready because I wasn't emotionally available back then or I was still attached emotionally to someone else. And now I've cleared that and I'm in a new and different place and I'm ready to move forward. And I think that actually answers like how do you build comfort and attraction? It's really just transparency and honesty and showing that you have done some work since that breakup. And vulnerability. Not trying to make make moves, not trying to touch her leg right from the beginning because that's surpassing the point of – because there, that is learning icky. about each other. That is yeah. like meeting someone in. Well, then an you alley. feel bad afterwards because then you're just like having sex again, and it you haven't really resolved anything, and that leaves you sort of angry and resentful towards and the empty person. and, and unfulfilled, empty. Right. and so you just you need to go in with with clarity. You've got to do the work before sitting down at coffee. I completely agree. But with you, you need the coffee, ironically, before you do work because it's so hard to do work. So have two coffees that day. <laughs> That's the moral. But not the to the point where you're like wild. Yeah, totally wired. Get a decaf. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. And be prepared to court her. Even if you guys were in a relationship for 10 years, be prepared on that coffee date to court her. This is a new relationship. This is not an old relationship. You need to pay for her coffee. You need to like try and impress her in that way. Don't be sleazy gross, but try and impress her. This is a new relationship. Totally. I have a question that's good for us because we're we're doing it right now. Um, I've been watching your content for some time and I've enjoyed hearing your perspectives on dating. I am emailing you because I don't understand what my girlfriend means when she says that she talks about it in girl talk with her friends. Hence, my question to you is, what is girl talk? Did, what did, does it mean? We did this on the iHeartRadio show. Yeah. Okay. I'm just crossing it repeat, over. It's not, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody listens to you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's fun. What does it mean when guys hear their girlfriends mention it and are there any red flags associated with your girlfriend mentioning girl talk to you. I've only been seeing my girlfriend for one month, so I don't want to come across as too invasive, and my previous girlfriend hung around exclusively with guy friends. Thus, I have never learned the significance of this girl talk that everyone refers to. Additionally, there are a few YouTube videos on this topic that I have found thus far. Might be a good video that might get a few extra views because of its novelty. Perhaps something entitled The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly of Girl Talk, and what it means for men. Hopefully, that sparks an idea. Email me back if you would like me to describe my situation a little bit more or anything else that we might find useful. Kurt. Wow, that was not Kurt. That was not Kurt. <laughs> and that was very close to That's girl talk. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, I think actually that it's a good thing if your yeah. girl mentions to you that she was girl talking about you. Yes. Because yeah. she's letting you in and she's letting you know that you're important. If she's not girl talking about you, she really doesn't give a shit and about if she, you. And if she is girl talking about you and not telling you, she, yeah, then then it's she's bad. bashing you. you. Then it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, like for example, today with that guy that I saw last night, I just was like, he's like what what are the questions for the podcast today i was like i don't know but i'm sure i'll t- be talking about you yeah girl talk because it was like to right. be like expressing like i'm i'm interested yeah it's dangerous as soon as you stop talking about someone yeah that's when you know oh yeah it's over okay. good wrap up for the show thank you very much for the girl talk we <laughs> so have laurel true. house on the show tell people where to find you because you, you can, have several places um on e famously single mondays at 10 uh, 9 central uh, sorry tuesdays oh. at 10 9 central today's and wednesday like, and yeah. like three yeah three tuesdays central. Yeah. 10 9 central <laughs> three, yeah, and also, whenever it repeats many times, you can find me on Twitter at Dating Laurel, on Instagram, Laurel House, and my website, laurelhouse.com. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you for being on our show. You've been Thanks. wonderful. Uh, if you want to write in questions for Overanalyze This, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of our podcast come out every Thursday. Please subscribe instead of being a loser and downloading individual podcasts. Just waste your time, wastes your energy, and it's frustrating and stupid. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You guys are awesome. We will see you next week.